Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. A Blade obituary a while back noted that the deceased had taken a rather unusual occupation late in his life, funeral greeter. Apparently his job was to greet mourners as they entered the mortuary and make them feel as comfortable as possible. I'd never heard of a funeral greeter before. I just figured the guy greeting me owned the place. Man, I could have gone to work at a funeral home when I retired, extending sympathy to all who needed it, keeping a box of tissues close at hand and gaining a sense of fulfillment, God's work. I would have developed a routine, a gentle patter that blended a proper mix of sadness and encouragement to share with those who've come to pay their respects. Good afternoon, welcome, he's right over there, I'd tell them, gesturing in the general direction of the deceased. No flash photography, please. What an easy job. It would be relatively quiet. Nobody would be shouting at me on deadline, especially the client. The pleasant fragrance of fresh flowers would fill the place. No heavy lifting would be required, unless the funeral director's assistant had the day off. Contrast that with the job of a Walmart greeter. He stands there just inside the door and says the same thing hundreds of times an hour. Hello, welcome to Walmart. Hello, welcome to Walmart. As if getting a cart with wobbly wheels wasn't bad enough, I have to return his hello. Forced cheerfulness must be terribly boring work. A trained parrot could handle the front door at Walmart. At least a funeral greeter can display a bit of gloom, and nobody thinks less of him for it. I do wonder about the training required to become a funeral greeter. I'm sure the following points are stressed in the funeral greeter's manual. 1. Maintain respect at all times for everyone involved. The deceased, the friends and family, and most of all, the funeral director. He or she is your boss. 2. Never speak to the corpse. That would be weird and presumptuous. If you do and one speaks back, seek immediate assistance. 3. Always carry a spare pin or two in your pocket so visitors can sign the book. Pins on the desk always disappear. 4. Never set out more folding chairs than are needed. Placing 60 chairs for 40 people makes it look like a lot of folks stayed home because of the weather. Set out 30 chairs and then fetch more for late arrivals. It makes the family feel better. 5. If your duties include placing little flags on the cars that will be in the funeral procession, be sure to reclaim them at the cemetery. Some folks might consider a flag a swell souvenir for the scrapbook, but those things cost money, and the mortuary wants them back. 6. If an old friend shows up as a mourner, resist the urge to crack a few jokes to lighten the mood. 7. Dress appropriately for the occasion. If you've got a tea time after the funeral, leave the pink shirt and the chartreuse pants in the car for later. This prohibition includes your don't-forget-my-senior-discount ball cap. If the deceased was himself an avid golfer and directed he be buried in a similar outfit, an exception to this rule can be granted at the discretion of the funeral director. Well, other than those general guidelines, I'm guessing the funeral greeter is left alone to do his job. It's an awesome responsibility, and I'm sure I could have done it. One thing still bothers me about the gentleman whose obituary prompted my interest in this subject in the first place. One question, who was at the door to greet his mourners? Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.